A medical student called Mayer and a pupil of the Moscow School of Painting, Sculpture, and Architecture called Rybnikov went one evening to see their friend Vasiliev, a law student, and suggested that he should go with him to S Street. For a long time, Vasiliev would not consent to go, but in the end, he put on his greatcoat and went with them. He knew nothing of fallen women except by hearsay and from books, and he had never in his life been in the houses in which they live. He knew that they are immoral women who, under the pressure of fatal circumstances, environment, bad education, poverty, and so on, are forced to sell their honor for money. They know nothing of pure love, have no children, have no civil rights. Their mothers and sisters weep over them as though they were dead. Science treats of them as an evil. Men address them with contemptuous familiarity. But, in spite of all that, they do not lose the semblance and image of God. They all acknowledge their sin and hope for salvation. Of the means that lead to salvation, they can avail themselves to the fullest extent. Society, it is true, will not forgive people their past. But, in the sight of God, St. Mary of Egypt is no lower than the other saints. When it had happened to Vasiliev in the street to recognize a fallen woman as such, by her dress or her manners, or to see a picture of one in a comic paper, he always remembered a story he had once read. A young man, pure and self-sacrificing, loves a fallen woman and urges her to become his wife. She, considering herself unworthy of such happiness, takes poison. Vasiliev lived in one of the side streets turning out of Tverskoy Boulevard. When he came out of the house with his two friends, it was about eleven o'clock. The first snow had not long fallen, and all nature was under the spell of the fresh snow. There was the smell of snow in the air. The snow crunched softly under the feet, the earth, the roofs, the trees, the seats on the boulevard. Everything was soft, white, young, and this made the houses look quite different from the day before. The street lamps burned more brightly, the air was more transparent, the carriages rumbled with a deeper note, and with the fresh, light, frosty air, a feeling stirred in the soul akin to the white, youthful, feathery snow. Against my will an unknown force, hummed the medical student in his agreeable tenor, has led me to these mournful shores. Behold the mill, the artist seconded him, in ruins now. Behold the mill in ruins now, the medical student repeated, raising his eyebrows and shaking his head mournfully. He paused, rubbed his forehead, trying to remember the words, and then sang aloud so well that passers-by looked round. Here in old days when I was free, love free, unfettered, greeted me. The three of them went into a restaurant and, without taking off their greatcoats, drank a couple of glasses of vodka each. Before drinking the second glass, Vasiliev noticed a bit of cork in his vodka, raised the glass to his eyes, and gazed into it for a long time, screwing up his short-sighted eyes. The medical student did not understand his expression and said, Come, why look at it? No philosophizing, please. Vodka has given us to be drunk, sturgeon to be eaten, women to be visited, snow to be walked upon. For one evening, anyway, live like a human being. But I haven't said anything, said Vasiliev, laughing. Am I refusing to go? There was a warmth inside him from the vodka.
He looked with softened feelings at his friends, admired them, and envied them. In these strong, healthy, cheerful people, how wonderfully balanced everything is, how finished and smooth is everything in their minds and souls. They sing and have a passion for the theater, and draw and talk a great deal, and drink and they don't have headaches the day after. They are both poetical and debauched, both soft and hard. They can work too and be indignant and laugh without reason and talk nonsense. They are warm, honest, self-sacrificing, and as men are in no way inferior to himself, Vasiliev, who watched over every step he took and every word he uttered, who was fastidious and cautious and ready to raise every trifle to the level of a problem. And he longed for one evening to live...